Real Talk with Grace Redmond features conversations with fierce and fabulous people from Grace's community and circle who inspire others with their stories of overcoming challenges to create amazing. Grace is an entrepreneur and success coach who works with individuals to diminish their negative mental chatter, boost their confidence, achieve their goals, and increase their prosperity mindset. Get ready for a series of Anything Goes Conversations with remarkable men and women that will get you jazzed for life's unlimited possibilities of success, freedom, and fun. Welcome to Real Talk with Grace Redmond. I'm always so grateful when you join me for another episode of Real Talk where I get to have real life raw conversations with incredible people from my circles and communities who have overcome challenges and created amazing. I am one lucky girl. Today, my incredible guest is Shanda Trofe. As the founder of Transcend Publishing and ShandaTrofe.com, Shanda has been helping authors reach their writing and publishing goals since 2012. She specializes in teaching book writing, publishing, and marketing strategies for coaches, healers, speakers, and entrepreneurs. Shanda's passion lies in helping authors turn their message into their life's work by creating viable businesses through their authorship. And she enjoys working with her clients through the entire process from idea to publication. To date, Shanda has launched over 500 number one best-selling books for her clients and has worked with thousands of students through her online courses and coaching programs. And I am so excited to welcome Shanda to Real Talk today. It is an honor and privilege to have you here with me today. Oh, I'm honored. I'm excited to be on. You've been on fire. So I've been watching the podcast and now I get to be on it. Thank you. Thank you. I know I'm so grateful because I know you've been super busy and I'm really excited to have you on today because girl 500 number one bestsellers that's incredible well it's been over 10 years but yes yeah, <laughs> give yourself credit yeah that's incredible and and um i know i know it's 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 not easy being an entrepreneur let alone um you know taking you know these 500 authors to you know number one status that's that's got to feel amazing every single time. Oh, it, it's so rewarding. I get to, I'm very blessed. I get to work with the greatest, the greatest people, you included. <laughs> um, but yeah, I always get to work with just some amazing, amazing authors and just to watch them walk through the process of writing and publishing their book and making their dream come true. It's, it's just, it's so, it's just, it's an honor. It's an honor. Well, you're incredible. And I always wonder when I'm connecting with, you know, entrepreneurs and other, you know, um, people like what brought them to where they're at? I mean, what inspires you to become an entrepreneur and to create Transcend Publishing? You know, I just really listened to what people were asking for from me and I felt guided and it just kind of unfolded. I was um, you know, I started my spirit. I was on the spiritual journey and trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And I felt this calling to create this community where people could come together and share their messages and their poems and their blog posts with the world on a free platform. So I created this. This was back in 2012. I created Spiritual Writers Network 
And within a month of launching the site, I had over a thousand writers registered and sharing daily. And then we had all these categories you could place your writing into. And so then I realized, well, uh, you know, there's a need for something more for them. I wanted to broaden the stage for them. So I started creating writing contests for them. And then I would take the submissions and I would publish them into compilation books. So I had to quickly learn how to publish books so that they could become published authors. And that's how Transcendent Publishing was born. And then from there, I started my radio show. I had Right From The Heart Radio so that, so that I could interview them and get their message out that way. And then they just wanted, instead of you know being in compilation books, they wanted solo books. So I started doing solo books. And then you know from there, I realized, well, they need coaching through the book writing process. Mm -hmm. Because what, what would happen is so many people had a desire to share their message, but they didn't know where to begin or how to get started. So that's when I started creating my programs and, and my, um, you know, my online courses and my group coaching. So it just all evolved. I just followed what, you know, was being asked of me or what I felt guided to give them. And that's, that's how it came to be. That That's incredible. So it wasn't like, um, you know, you're a, a young girl and you had this dream to be, you know, create this publishing company. It, you, it sounds like that wasn't even what was on your mind. You just wanted to have a platform for people to come and write. And within the first month, you had a thousand authors? Well, a thousand people registered to write on, on the uh, Spiritual Writers Network site, or I'm sorry, Spiritual Writers Network membership site. So yeah, that's when I just, I've always had a I just always was enamored with authors. You know, I was a bookworm growing up and and I loved books and I always dreamed of becoming an author. And it wasn't until I was in my 30s that I decided, you know what, I'm going to go back to school for creative writing because that's just something I want to do. And I was two years into my creative writing program when I had this idea for Spiritual Writers Network. And then I created my publishing company. So it was just me following my passion, not knowing that I was going to do anything with it, just knowing that I wanted to write and have a creative outlet. But then I just felt this, I've always feel, felt like we all have something special to share. We all have a message. And I love, I think my mission in life is to give um, people a platform and a voice to be heard and to share their message with the world because it's so important. And so that was just my desire to do that is what led me to, I guess, where I am today. Yeah. And, and what's amazing to me is like it wasn't something you had, you, you had it in your heart as a young girl, the writing, the book, the passion, and then it just evolved step by step into this incredible platform um, and, and you're amazing. I've seen a lot of your your authors, their books. It's just an incredible energy. Like whenever I'm in your space, the energy is incredible. The people that are in your, um, I've been in some of your workshops. And that's what I love. It's just such an unconditional, um, accepting, loving space. And I never thought I could write. Annette, like, I don't think I'm a writer, but being in your energy and in your space and having, you know, your, you know, your words of encouragement really helps. And I've seen you create magic with, you know, a lot of my colleagues and it's been incredible to watch. See, that's one of the things that I just, I, I don't ever want anyone to feel like they can't share their message or they can't write a book because they don't feel like they're a trained writer. Um, I, 
I really feel like that's where I thrive is working with those people who, you know, don't consider themselves to be trained writers because I want them to understand that they can, they can share their message with the world. And so much of what we go through in life, our hardships, uh, the adversity that we overcome is because we're meant to uh, share our experiences with others who are on a similar journey. And uh, we don't have to be trained writers to do that. We we just have to write, uh, you know, from the heart. And there are editors and, and book coaches and all sorts of people who can make your writing shine. But nobody can, nobody can share your experience or tell your story quite like you. You're the only one in the world that can do that. So that's true. That's yeah. true. I read um, one of your author Judy James's book recently mm -hmm. that just launched that you launched um, with her. And that was just such an incredible, like it was, it was such a beautiful read and it was just so incredible. And I knowing, you know, knowing Judy, it was, um, like you said, she just wrote from the heart and that's what came through and what made reading it so special. Cause you could feel that it was just authentic and real. Absolutely. And, and that's what you taught me just show up and be real oh look who's here with us judy, oh, judy. Hi, judy. girl i must have felt your energy i'm telling you i'm getting psychic like that um so again i mean you you do so much the book you know the publishing the coaching um and i see you showing up you know consistently to support you know um in your membership group and the authors how do you maintain a work-life balance well, <laughs> so it's a struggle, you know, we have to create those boundaries. I remember when I was first starting my business, I would work around the clock, um, you know, 18 hours a day, 12 hours a day and work on the weekends. And, and that would result in burnout. And that's not good for anyone. I'm not good for my clients. It's not good for my family or my health. Um, so I just had, it took me several years, I think, into doing my work where I realized, okay, well, there has to be, um, there has to be a work-life balance. And then there has to be a balance between uh, working in your business and working on your business. And that was another thing that was hard for me to learn is that um, I can't just work and work and work and, and do uh, client work all day long and not put the time and energy into growing my business and, as well. So not only do I have to find and as we all do as entrepreneurs right mm -hmm. we have to find time for our, our clients work we have to find time for our family and our, our personal health and our our self-care and then we also have to find time to put energy into growing our biz and, and branding it and and marketing it so it, it's a balance it took me a long time to figure it out there's so as you know as an entrepreneur myself the last 23 years it it takes it takes commitment and an effort um, and I know I've burnt out several times. I think I just recently experienced a burnout and had to take a pause. But it, there are so many moving pieces. Yeah. And do you, are you working on all of those moving pieces at the same time? Do you, is there like a season for each piece? How do you do it? Yeah. So my really busy season in publishing is the third and fourth quarter, the, the end of the year. Uh, so the way I, I just I don't know if I did this on purpose or this is just the way it works. It always seems like people are excited to write a book at the beginning of the year. That's when they're excited to start something new. So I usually start my year 
with my five-day challenge so jumpstart your book five-day challenge and then from there we go into the author success academy where, where i offer uh, group coaching but by the end of the year many of those people are ready to publish their book and so the end of the year is mostly publishing where the beginning of the year is is more teaching supporting coaching through the book writing process nice and so it sounds like you have that season the beginning of the year is for the coaching and then you it progresses and the stepping stones for the clients um and go to the publishing well i'm publishing this year with you yeah. 11 11 22 so i'm very excited about that i'm excited for you as well thank you you've been amazing um on, on this whole whole process so what do you um time is the essence and so what would you and i've connected with so many of my own clients um and friends who really want to write a book they feel like i have this story to tell but they're working full-time they have families what would you tell someone who has all you know is working full-time or has family doesn't feel like they have the time but they want to get the story out like what, what's something that they could do to help themselves get started well, one of the things is we, you know, we're all busy, right? <laughs> and so we have to create the time for the things that are important to us. Um, and it, it doesn't have to be, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write this book in 90 days or six and I'm going to work on it every day. It doesn't always have to look like that. Mm -hmm. uh, take your situation, for example, you know, we, we found something that worked for you and your schedule that you felt comfortable with. You, you decided you'd write a chapter a month and it, it works very well for you. And, and the other part of that is it allows time for once you decide you're going to write a book, it's funny, the whole universe will conspire to bring experiences into your life that are meant to go in the book. Oh <laughs> my God, you are not kidding, sister. Because you told me from yeah. the beginning. Yeah, you know, because there's some things that haven't happened yet that need to go in the book. I have some authors who just feel such a rush to get it done and get it out. And and I feel like sometimes they might miss out on some things that they could learn that could go into the book. But and then with you, you take your time, you you work on a chapter a month and then things start to come up and they go into the book and you are allowing it. And. It, it, I just watch it so much with authors. Once they decide they're going to write their book, all these things start to come up that prepares them or that is meant to take them through something that will be wisdom that goes in the book. And and if you allow that to happen and you give yourself grace and you and you're and you're patient with the process, then you know you end up with a book that you're proud of and it has all that wisdom in, in it so I, I love that you you are taking your time so i would say you know if you're busy you don't have to write a book in 60 days or 90 days uh if you're an entrepreneur sometimes you want to right because you want to get that out there for your business but if you find that you're too busy to give that much time to a, a project then then say okay you know set smaller goals i'm going to create uh, one chapter a month or one uh, chapter a week. It doesn't have to be an everyday effort for everyone. So little by little. Yeah. Find what works for you. But I think it's important that you come up with a plan of action and you stick to it. Because if you decide, oh, I'm just going to write when I'm inspired, that's when the book takes years to finish. Mm -hmm. um, because so much about being a writer is you know sticking sticking to our plan and being regimented and writing sometimes when 
when we don't feel like it. Sometimes we have to sit down and start writing before that inspiration comes. Mm-hmm. So just wait until you're inspired. That's when it usually takes years to finish the book. I like that you brought that point up because I felt that way sometimes in a lot of different areas. It's like, I don't feel like doing it. Then once I get in the process, it just flows and amazing things get created. Can you talk to us, share with us about what is automatic writing? So I believe when you can, um, I always say it's when you can get out of your own way, right? Because we have so many ego-based thoughts when we sit down to write something. What are my readers going to think? Uh, what is my family going to think? Should I really be writing this? This is crap. This has all been done before. Why am I doing this? Um, so if we can silence that and we can allow the writing to come to us and through us with grace and ease, which is usually the intention that I set each time I sit down to write, that's when the magic happens. Mm. So, so for me, I believe the automatic writing, you know, and some call it channeling. So it just depends. Um, what it is for you, but that's when that flow of creativity, whether it's coming through as a channel or from your guides or your higher self or wherever it's coming from, you are allowing it. You're getting out of your own way and you're allowing it to come through your hands and it just flows. And those are the writing sessions where you look back and you are like, wow, did I write that? That's pretty good. And and I've been in that situation because usually I would I would start typing, but it's not the same. And so now I've learned to get it to pen to paper because something starts flowing. And sometimes I go back, I'm like, oh God, did I write that? Like, that wasn't me. Um, and it's such, it's such a, I feel like it's such, it's such a spiritual process, um, which, bring, which brings me to the next question. I've experienced this and I've heard, and I wanted to kind of get your take on it. I've heard that the writing process can be a really spiritual and healing process. Yeah. And if you can kind of speak on that. Oh, sure. So much of the writing process is for the author (laughs) as well as the reader. And so authors usually feel this calling. They get an idea for a book and they feel this calling to write the book and share their message with the world. And if you ask the author, usually they'll tell you, that they have this desire to share and to help others. But so often what I realize is people are being called to sh- to write their book and, and to share their story because they still have some healing to do. And there's something just cathartic about writing and, and going back to those places and writing our stories and, and getting all that out. It does so much for the, the writer, just as it, it benefits both. It benefits the author, it benefits the reader. Um, but I just I see it because I get to witness this um, with my clients. They don't always see it. But, yeah, sometimes quite often uh, they're being called because there's still some things that they they need to work through and writing their story and sharing that um, will help them as well. I love that. And I've heard that we teach what we need to heal. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> So I'm, 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 I'm learning all that. And sometimes it's not that easy to own because we don't always want to, you know, own that shadow, but it's the shadow that expands us. Like when we step into that shadow and that's through the writing, it's, you're right. I thought, I I love people. I've been helping people from, you know, in my career from day one, but what I learned through this journey and the writing journey is yes, I wanted to help people, but I didn't realize that it was actually helping me. So it it does. It's a boomerang. It goes both ways. And um, what a beautiful reciprocity 
you know, as, as we give, we receive. Absolutely. So there's, so there's one, here's this question. I, I have this question and I've heard this question from others. We want to write a book mm-hmm. and, you know, in, involve stories with other people from our lifetime. Mm-hmm. How can we be, you know, respectful to the other people involved and still tell the story without um, hurting someone else or out, you know, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? How do yeah. we help other people out? <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a challenge for each author, and it's a decision that each author needs to make. On one hand, uh, you know, it, it's our experience, it's our story to tell. But it will always be, there will, somebody else will always have a different interpretation of it or the events that occurred and may disagree with you when they read your story if they were involved. Um, so it, it is a fine balance of what all do we share because we have the right to share it and we have to share it in our book in order to tell the full story and what do we maybe hold back a little um, because here's the thing when authors put their their story out there it, it will sometimes cause a rip in family members or with loved ones and friends so it, it's really up to the author if they want to go there um one thing you can do is uh change names of course and locations so that you're not calling anyone out by name i even have some authors who come to me to write a memoir and they end up writing fiction instead and they share their story through a work of fiction so that it's it's not they're not putting their memoir out into the world and announcing it's their story. They're putting a work of fiction out so they still get to tell the story. They just do it more creatively. So there are so many ways you could do it, but it's really up to the author what all you want to share. You just never want to portray someone in a negative light because they could come after you legally. So if, if that's the case, then you would want to definitely protect yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's something if someone was interested in writing a book, those are you know things that you can definitely help them through. Sure, absolutely. And the other thing I heard you say it earlier, and I've heard this before, is um, writing a book is great for your business. Oh, yeah. Why is that? Absolutely. I mean, it's the new business card, right? <laughs> so if you're an entrepreneur or, or maybe you're not an entrepreneur, maybe you just uh, are an expert or not even consider yourself an expert, but you're just very knowledgeable in your field or on your topic. It will position you as an expert by publishing your book. There's just something about becoming a published author that lends you credibility, authority, and helps people look to you as the expert. And so that really can benefit your business in many ways. It opens doors to new opportunity. Uh, Usually once you get your book out there, you have more opportunities for speaking, um, you know, interviews, podcasts, summits, things like that. But it's also a great way to have people who are your ideal reader turn into maybe your client because they've gone through the book. They resonate with you and your message and what you're sharing. And now they want to continue the journey with you. So I always say for authors that are utilizing their book in their business to, to have an offer for them. Let them know when they get to the back of your book um, what what the next step is, if they want to continue the journey with you, if they want to work with you in some way, whether that be one-on-one or through your program, have some somewhere to direct them because you can turn your readers into clients. And if you are writing a book for your business, then that is one of the goals. Mm-hmm. That's 
that's I never thought about that until you mentioned it. And then I had someone else mention it. It was just, oh, I just want to, you know, write a book because it'll be fun. Um, and it'll be good to get, I don't even have no idea why I was guided. Honestly, I never thought I would ever write a book. Um, but I can see there's so many different ways that you can take it. And I know one of the other, um, things you mentioned to me is after writing a book, you can also create a course based on the book as well, which is another, you know, creative opportunity. And so content's already done. Yeah. It allows them to go a little bit deeper. So you want to share enough value in your book that it can stand alone. But then if you want to create a program where you take people a little bit deeper, you you maybe share some tutorial videos and worksheets that they can work through or, or PDF downloads or, or audios. Um, and if you don't feel that spunky that you want to create all that, you can take people through a group coaching program where you get to uh, work with more people one-on-one than, or are, more people in a group than you would one-on-one. So you could just simply create group coaching uh, for those people or or a group pro- program. It doesn't have to be something as extensive as a course, but it is relatively easy to create a course once your book is finished just by repurposing the content and expanding upon it and offering a little bit more of a deeper dive. And I'm glad that you touched on all of those things because I, um, as I'm you know out there and with my clients, not only do they want to write books, they're like, at this place, I don't know if you've, if you've noticed that there people come to a point um, in their life where they want to do something different and give back. And typically it's in the way of some type of coaching Yeah, and anybody can do it. You don't have to be, you know, um, certified. Your life experience can help you write the book and help you do the coaching. And I, 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 that's where we, I mean, with everything that's been going on in the world, that's where the give back comes. Yeah. That's where the service comes. And we all have it in us to be of service that way through, you know, these different channels, through the book, through the coaching. We don't have to be um, certified to give back that way, to tell our story. And then, and that's the nice thing about becoming a published author. You know, you can, you can coach and give back because you, you are writing a book on that topic in which lends you that credibility and that authority. Yeah, no, you can't certify each one of us on our life experience. (laughs) (laughs) And you can't teach that. No. You cannot teach it. (laughs) So I want to go back to kind of your your entrepreneurial experience. What have have been some of your challenges? Well, I would think definitely what we talked about earlier, um, burnout one, learning that work-life balance. Um, The other thing is I just have this desire to help and i want anyone who wants to work with me to be able to work with me so sometimes that means taking on um too many clients at one time so i've had to learn through that experience as well um yeah but i would say mostly it comes down to uh overworking or overgiving just because i want to help i really want authors to get their book out there but not just you know, I don't want them just to do it and rush it and put it out into the world. I want them to learn how to do it right. And that's why I do coaching. And that's why I created my online courses, because I realized I was watching so many authors just rush through the process and because they just have they just want to get their book out. And I watched them making all these mistakes that they didn't even know they were making. And then what would happen is they put their book out in the world and they'd have something that they weren't proud of. 
because maybe they skipped professional editing or maybe they didn't get that high quality cover design or maybe they didn't do a proper launch there's over 50 million books on amazon so you can't just upload your book and hit publish and think people are going to find it you have to optimize your book's product page for seo and with search uh, in searchability through keywords and categories you have to ignite amazon's algorithm through a proper launch and so I, I had so many authors coming to me that I didn't know saying, I published this book and it, it never took off. Can you help me do a second edition? And I, I was doing so many second editions for authors who were making these mistakes. So that's when I said, you know, I'm going to teach. I'm going to, in addition to having my done for you service for the authors who don't make, you know, there are authors that don't have time to take my program or maybe don't want to. They just want me to do it for them. But then there's authors that, maybe can't afford to work with me who I still want to have that information. So that's why I have my programs because I want authors to know how to do it right the first time so they don't make embarrassing mistakes and they don't put out a product into the world that they're not proud of. Because if you do, then you, if you put it out there and it's not your best effort, you won't, you won't have the confidence to promote it. And it's a lot of, a lot of time and effort to put into writing a book to uh, not, not put the energy behind promoting it once it's published. And what does promoting it look like? What does that entail? Because I know for some people that can be scary and intimidating. Yeah. What does promoting it look like? Or what could it look like? Promoting it, it's really just sharing your message. And in as many ways as possible, it's like doing what we're doing right here. Hmm. Getting on podcasts, creating your own podcast, sharing through a blog, doing guest blogging, um, you know, just no matter what, not going on maybe and saying, hey, I'm the author of this book, but hey, I have something to share with your audience that can benefit your listeners. And this is my area of expertise. And this is what I can talk about. Because after that, that's when they find, you know, more about you. So um, for I always tell authors, they say, well, I don't know how to market my book once it's published. Well, all you do is you just keep showing up and keep sharing your message in front of audiences where your ideal reader or client is hanging out and and those people will eventually you know find what else you have to offer it's just really so much about book marketing is just showing up and sharing your expertise mm -hmm. definitely I, i've learned that in, in, in other areas of business yeah. something that i hear and something that i've had you know um come up in my critical mind was you know who's going to want to read another, you know, self-help, self-awareness, self-development book. It's like, whatever I'm writing has already been written. You know, it's the same thing. Why should I do this? What would you say to someone who has that, you know, idea in their mind? There are so many books on every topic imaginable, but nobody has your experience and nobody's just like, you know, the way you will. And also people are attracted to your energy. They're attracted to, um, you know, it's if they look at you and they look at somebody else that writes a book on the same topic, they have to decide which book they're going to read. They're probably going to go with the author that they feel more most drawn to. So um, I, I've, I really feel like our energy attracts the people to us that we're, we're meant to work with or who's meant to read our book. And so no one out there is, is you. you. You are unique. Your story is unique. Um, so, yes, while there might be thousands or millions of personal development books out there yours is going to be different than anything else that's on the market because you're you're not only sharing 
um, about certain topics, but you're putting your story and your examples and your journey into the book as well, which is how people like to learn. You could sit down and tell somebody something all day or how to do something, but it doesn't really sink in until you apply it to a, a personal story or a story from your client or an example. So when you do that through your book, that's that's special and it's unique to you and nobody else can do that. Energy, you talked about energy and I agree now. I, and I understand like when people come to me, they said it's been done. I said, it doesn't matter. It's never been done by you. Yeah, that's right. But I love energy is everything. Yeah. Tell, let's, let's talk about energy because I love talking about energy. <laughs> I feel like we have to be in alignment with ourselves when we're doing this writing. And that's not always easy. How can you, if you're feeling like not feeling it and that critical voice is coming up, what's something, you know, we can do to kind of get reconnected to the story within ourselves? Well, one of the things is I always say when you're writing and you are hearing those voices come up and those thoughts that those self-sabotaging ego-based thoughts that try to hinder us from moving forward, I always say write for yourself and just don't worry. It's I, it's hard to write with the reader looking over your shoulder. It's hard to write when you're in your head about what people are going to think or this is not any good. Just write for yourself. Just set out to write the first draft for yourself because there are so many drafts of a book before it actually gets published and, and goes out into the world. So that first draft can be just for you. And if you write it as if you're almost journaling, um, you know, because when you're sitting with your pen in your journal, you're not really thinking what anybody else would think because that's private. That's just for you. That's your journal. I look, I like to look at a first draft the same way. Write it just for you. And so that you don't have those voices coming up and you don't have those self-doubts arising. And then you can decide later what stays and what goes. <laughs> I love that piece too. You taught me that earlier. Just, just journal. Yeah. And it's true. It's just when you're not thinking, you don't have that critical, critical um, voice in your head. Is the inspiration comes yeah. and it's just reframing and quieting that voice. Cause that voice can really be, um, I said, I wasn't going to swear, but that <laughs> voice can really be a B yeah but we all have that i mean i can tell you i've worked with you know thousands and thousands of authors through my programs and they all everyone myself all of us we all have those those thoughts arise when we sit down to write. Sure. yeah i mean we wouldn't be alive yeah you know it's like then we'd be like in spirit because then we'd be perfect and no one's perfect yeah. and i think that's part of the journey as well for us you know for you know, in the writing, I, I've learned I, my experiences as I've been writing, I gain more confidence, mm -hmm. not only because of the writing, because as I tell my story, I'm moving the energy out of my, my body, my heart onto the paper. And that goes back to what we talked about earlier. Like I'm experiencing, I'm experiencing a spiritual healing experience as I'm doing this and I'm growing from it. Yeah, exactly. So if someone's interested to work with you, like what would it look like? Where, where, where would it start? Like, how would that go? I mean, I know it can be different for everyone, but what's kind of the, you know, the main pieces? Well, it kind of depends where they're at in their journey. So if somebody's just looking to get started writing, they have an idea, but they don't 
really know where to begin. Um, I would say, you know, my five day challenge that I have coming up in the next, it's either going to be at the end of this month or it's going to be in March. But every year I do my five day jumpstart your book challenge. And so I take you from idea to having your first chapter written over a five day period. And then that really sets you in motion for finishing your book or writing your book. So I would say that's a good place to start. Um, I'm also launching after that I'm launching my authors or opening my author success academy for the year um, so that's where you can get group coaching and support um, but if somebody already has their book written and they have their manuscript and they want to take that through the the publishing process that's what we do at transcendent publishing we take people from manuscript to bestseller um, through self-publishing so we provide the editing, um, the interior formatting and design, the cover design, um, the launch to bestseller. And we do this all through our clients, um, our clients' accounts so that you have full control, you retain the rights to all your work. So that would be that would be more of the publishing side. And then so I my my audience is kind of split in, into two. I have aspiring authors that are just beginning and that those are more for my programs and my group coaching. And then I have the publishing for authors who have their manuscript and they're ready to, you know, get it out there into the world, a high quality book and self-publish it. So there's many different ways, you know, a person can work with you. And it sounds like someone you would start here and it sounds like it could just progress from taking the courses into the publish. And I've seen that happen. I know that happened um, with me. And in, when we do it that way, it's not as overwhelming. And that's where most of my, honestly, that's where, I wouldn't say most, but that's where a lot of my clients come from. They'll start my challenge. They'll go through my program. It, when the program ends, they'll want to continue coaching with me one-on-one. -on -one, and then once their book is finished, they will, you know, want to work with me through Transcendent Publishing to get it launched out into the world. This is a loaded question. What's one of your favorite books? Oh, goodness. You, were, you said you're a bookworm when you were, you know, a little girl. I know oh. there's so many. That's a loaded question. There are so many. I love books. I'm just looking around. I'll tell you one that I keep on my desk, and this would be fantastic for anyone who wants inspiration to write, is The Voice of the Muse. So I'll try to follow it. Answering the Call to Write by Mark David Gerson. This book is one of those books that um, I keep it right here on my desk because anytime I need inspiration or a message, it's one of those books where you can open up randomly and there is an inspirational message that has to do with writing there. And this book will get you, see this this one I open to is The Miracle of the Seed. Read it to us or read something out of it for us to inspire us. Writing can be just as effortless. Buried in the dark mystery of our unconscious lies the seeds of books, stories, poems, and articles. They, like my lettuce seeds, dwell in a universe beyond our visual, tactile, mind-centered world. Like my le lettuce leaf, they emerge in their time when the season is right, when the moment is right. So if you just scroll through and there's guided meditations to help you unlock your creativity, to help you write. So that is a book that I, I pick up all the time that I really enjoy.
And and that um, passage that, that you just wrote is so true. It's a seed that just gets planted and it develops and it grows. And like you said, when you first started, it's like it was everything was just guided. Yeah, exactly. And then here you are today. Yeah, you, and, just, you have to follow that inner nudge and take inspired action when opportunity you know, presents itself. And, and I just like, I like to be guided. <laughs> so I follow my intuition and I see what I see where uh, these, you know, when I have an idea that pops into my head, I, I try to act on it because um, it's so easy to dismiss ideas, right? Oh, I should probably do that. And then we don't do it. But right. I tried to take action on those things because I realized that's my intuition guiding me to the next step. Yeah, the inspired action. Sometimes I try to just hush it away because sometimes I just want to watch Netflix. <laughs> but it keeps coming. And I'm so grateful for the for those nudges because um, if it wasn't for those nudges, I wouldn't be here with you today. I wouldn't be working with you to put my story out there. You've been absolutely incredible. And I'm really looking forward to continue working with you. I'm so grateful to have you on the show today. And for those who are watching with us live now, or who on who are on the replay, where can they find you, Shanda? Oh, well, you could go to shandatrove.com. Um, if you want to write a book, you can go to bookwritingplanner.com and download a free copy. I have a free book writing planner that you can download, and then that will put you on my mailing list. So when I open my five-day challenge and I open my Author Success Academy pretty soon, then you would get a notification. If you have a manuscript and you're looking for publishing and you're ready to become a bestseller, then you could go to transcendentpublishing.com. Perfect. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to put the information there. I can definitely get you in touch with Shanda, but when the podcast goes up, her information will definitely be there. Um, and I just want to take a minute, Shanda, to say hello. Um, Judy James is here with us. Hey. Tammy Contrell is here with us. Yeah, I'm ready to love um, Abdul Green. So thank you all. And for those who you know may have not have comment commented, thank you so much for joining us. I'm always so grateful, not only for those of you watching today and listening, because I know there's a thousand other places you could be. I'm very grateful for you. And I'm so grateful to you, Shanda. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It was yes. a pleasure yeah. to be here. Always fun. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share because you never know who might be looking to write their book. And this could be very helpful. And if you want to take it a step further, rate us. We'd love to have you rate um, Real Talk um, on any of the platforms. Super grateful for you all. Wishing you a fantastic rest of the week ahead and look forward to seeing you again soon. Shanda, stay on with me and have a great day, everyone. Sending you love. All right. Take care, guys. Hey, love. Thank you so much for listening today. I am so grateful for you. I'd like to show you my appreciation by gifting you a free forgiveness self-hypnosis audio download. Part of living the fun and fabulous life is practicing forgiveness. Forgiveness can be such a long and challenging process. My intention is that this forgiveness audio will help you in practicing forgiveness, especially with yourself. Grab it by visiting daretoachieve.com backslash forgiveness. For more inspiring tips, make sure to connect with me on social media. Drop me a line on Facebook or Instagram at Grace Redmond Dare to Achieve. Until next time, keep moving forward towards living your fabulous life.